16 to 3, with three Republicans voting against the measure. Officials with FEMA are issuing stern warnings regarding Hurricane Irma. It will likely cause damage based on the current forecast that has not been seen in Florida in many, many years. So it's a very significant event. It's a life-threatening event for people, and uh, people need to prepare, and, and FEMA is getting ready to help them along with the state of Florida. Florida Governor Rick Scott has already declared a state of emergency. Mandatory evacuations underway in the Florida Keys in the southern parts of the state. The governor told residents of southern Florida if they haven't been ordered to evacuate to prepare to leave, as many communities are just waiting to tell their residents where to go. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind, but the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Allergies, pollen in the air, dogs in the house, mold in the basement. Whatever triggers your allergy symptoms, it can really hold you back. Break through with Allegra 5-in-1 Relief. Allegra works fast, won't make you drowsy, provides 24-hour multi-symptom relief, and it's effective every day. Break through allergies with Allegra. Starts working in one hour, use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. Talking points from the Trump administration on DACA have been leaked, and they reportedly tell Dreamers to get ready to go. ABC News says the talking points were provided to members of Congress after the Trump administration decided to end the program. Deferred action for childhood arrivals, known as DACA, protects undocumented immigrants who arrived in the U.S. as children. Talking points distributed by the Trump administration on Tuesday urged those children of immigrants to prepare for and arrange their departure from the United States. The document says they should use the time remaining on their work authorizations to proactively seek travel documentation or apply for other immigration benefits. On Tuesday night, President Trump tweeted that Congress has six months to legalize the DACA program or he will revisit the issue. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders would not say if those protected by the policy would be deported after that six-month period. A hearing today in front of the Senate Health Committee about how to prop up Obamacare in states and how to make sure insurers don't leave states. USA Radio News. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of Hurricane Harvey, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit HurricaneHarveyAid.org. That's HurricaneHarveyAid.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Facebook is being accused of manipulating advertising numbers. A stock analyst at Pivotal Research Group says Facebook's claims don't square with Census Bureau numbers. Facebook claims ads can reach up to 41 million 18 to 24-year-olds and up to 60 million people aged 25 to 35. But according to the Census Bureau, there aren't nearly that many people in either of those age groups in the U.S. Facebook said its numbers estimate, quote, how many people in a given area are eligible to see an ad a business might run. The social media giant says the estimates aren't designed to match population or census numbers. Another day, another round of threats coming out of North Korea, this time threatening the United States with an EMP bomb. 
North Korea's state news agency says the country has the ability to target the U.S. with a so-called electromagnetic pulse, or EMP, attack. Theoretically, such an attack could fry power grids across the country with catastrophic consequences. Weapons experts say an EMP could be generated by detonating a hydrogen bomb high in the atmosphere over the United States. Such an incident could leave much of the U.S. in the dark for up to a year. When you take a drink of water, you might be ingesting microscopic plastic fibers. A study found plastic fibers in more than 80% of the world's tap water. Researchers say plastic contamination is almost universal in the U.S. The study conducted for Orb Data Journalism Outlet found that 94% of all U.S. water samples, including EPA headquarters in Trump Tower, were contaminated by plastic. USA Radio News. Elite Golf gives the Las Vegas golfer plenty of choices for an unforgettable experience. Premier facilities Spanish Trail, Wild Horse, Black Mountain, Mountain Falls, Prim Valley, and now Legacy are on the Elite Golf menu. Unique and challenging layouts, exceptional playing conditions, and memorable vistas are all part of the Elite Golf experience. There are stay-and-play packages for visitors, and locals can take a short trip of their own to Mountain Falls in Pahrump and beautiful Prim Valley just a half an hour away from the Las Vegas Valley. Visit EliteGolf.co to see the many options available. Tee it up today at one of the area's elite golf courses. Visit EliteGolf.co for tee times and information. It's time for you to become an elite golfer. You like to play the horses. If you enjoy the fun and excitement of handicapping, then get ready to enter the Fall Classic at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. 325 October 7th. It's the 2017 Fall Classic. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Compete for over $100,000 in cash and prizes, including the first place prize of $47,250 based on 300 entries. Your $500 entry fee includes three racing forms daily, a daily lunch buffet, and three fun days of tournament action in the Mardi Gras Ballroom. And the top three finishers will qualify for the 2018 Horseplayer World Series in March. Register now toll-free at 1-888-566-7223. Register now to enter the Fall Classic. It's three fun days of tournament action in the Mardi Gras Ballroom. Don't miss the Fall Classic, Thursday, October 5th through Saturday, October 7th. At the Orleans Hotel and Casino. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk Walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Folks, coming to you from Las Vegas, 
It's Sports Insiders Radio. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Start a brand new show, and we are going to have some good fun with our friends John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Get you information on where the numbers are moving, NFL football, NCAA football, baseball continues, soccer, whatever the sport may be. John always talks about treating your sports betting as a business. We are going to have some fun with this for the next hour, and we're fired up for what's going to be a very busy weekend in the world of sports from a wagering perspective. Without further ado, you can go to johnsyndicate.com, and our good friend, he's riding the bike with the live view stream. It's good to talk to our friends, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Hello, John. How you doing? I'm doing good. I just got off the bike. I wanted to, I didn't want to breathe heavy while I'm doing the first radio show with you. I'm well, you're going through shape. all these line moves and cycling for dollars. <laughs> there, there you go. Very nice. Uh, this is going to be fun. We're going to be with you on Wednesday mornings uh, in Las Vegas, and uh, we're very excited to kind of get the information that's out there uh, for college football and the NFL specifically because it's the nature of the beast, is it not? Uh, you know, Baseball soldiers on, but once football takes over, it is king. Listen, it is king, but let's not forget, don't mess with the Orioles at home. They get the job done in the bottom of the ninth <laughs> oh, the from Yankees Baltimore, Maryland bullpen. yesterday. The Yankees bullpen. Mike said he was at a bar yesterday and all the Yankee fans were out in full regalia, and then he left and then woke up this morning and saw that they lost. So you, it's never over till it's over, and that goes for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all of it. You've got to wait till the game is at zero. All right, you can get hold of the guys, 1-800-880-7507, 800-880-7507. As we're excited to get this going here, uh, Get ready for football in a big way. We'll call it Sports Insiders Radio. We're going to have some fun doing this every week, and I know you systematically find your way uh, to Las Vegas with regularity. Might we be seeing more of you now that we're doing this? Possibly. You'll definitely see me in studio live next Tuesday and Wednesday, so I'll be flying in this Friday to meet some clients, but I get in very late, like around midnight. How's the weather out there? It's been uh, humid, muggy, muggy, about 100-plus here in Baltimore. How, how's it over there? Eh, a little overcast. It's not bad. We're, we're surviving. It's going to start to cool off a little bit here shortly. But speaking well, of the, the, the weather, and, and we should make uh, note of this, again, if you go back to uh, you know the last 10 days, uh, we always – think of the people in texas and our thoughts and prayers were there uh, with them and now hurricane irma uh, has its sight set on south florida it does the first and foremost thing is everybody's safety and we wish everybody the best with their health and property uh and it's it's terrifying to see how big this storm irma is and what it may be uh the kind of damage it may inflict so we're thinking of everybody first and foremost the reality of it is, because you always try to segue into this stuff without being crass, realizing what uh, the priorities are, it does have an impact on what it is we're here to talk about, where Miami's game with Tampa Bay has been canceled, not canceled, it's been moved to week 11. Uh, and Correct. The, the thing I would say, unfortunately for Miami, uh, they there's a reason I think the way this went down uh, from a dollars and cents perspective, they were already playing a game in London. So they did not want to give up home revenues for a second home game. And the league actually sided with them. And the fortunate thing, or unfortunate thing as it turns out for Tampa Bay, is they both had a bye. 
in week 11. So obviously it impacts Miami, but here's Tampa Bay sitting there going, we got to play 16 straight weeks. And from an impact perspective, I know, uh, John and Mike, when we get to the later stages of the football season, we'll revisit what happens this weekend because those teams are desperate to get a bye get healed up and to start to make a push for the playoffs uh down the road this i think will put miami and tampa bay uh specifically at a distinct disadvantage mike input no, absolutely and i think specifically with my it, it's actually an advantage for miami that cutler gets another week to practice he gets to play into that i know it's the same system that he came from before so it's not much different for him picking it up that's a good but point the bottom mike. line is another week Another, another more reps getting with that first team is so important because, again, when they're going to play the full 16 weeks going forward, they're going to need every bit of health and every bit of consistency because they're not going to get a break through the whole season. John, that's why Mike is part of the equation here. That is an outstanding point. Uh, that I, I hadn't thought of that, that every rep, every practice, getting to know one another, uh, I think, is advantageous for Cutler. And the, and the weird thing is, and, and we'll talk about them briefly here because they're not part of the equation this weekend. Uh, at first, everybody thought Tannehill's injury was like this death blow to the Dolphins. Uh, and then Cutler comes in, and we know the perception of Cutler, and he elicits these you know, really uh, vehement opinions on uh, like them, dislike them, and the majority of it is people don't is dislike them, and it's maybe it's his expressions and the things he does. Skill set wise, the guy's got it all. And if Gase, who knows him, can keep him reined in, they've got some real tools there. I think Ajay's a monster. They got a phenomenal offensive line. They got Landry. They've got Parker. They've got weapons. And if they can keep Cutler from losing football games. I, wait, Ryan Tannehill never floated my boat. I mean, I don't think I think Miami actually could be sneaky good again. Well, that and I mean Jarvis Landry, he has that um, suspension type uh, thing looming over his head. I don't know if that's really going to portray in the first half of the season. He might be able to even play this entire season without getting a ruling on what's going on with him. But they also have the addition of Julius Thomas, who came over from Jacksonville. He had an off year there, you know, after the Denver years when him and Peyton were rolling. So the advantage is Cutler loves his tight ends. Ajayi's gonna, he's a workhorse. He had a great year last year. He got a little banged up toward the end of the season, but they did revamp their offensive line. And I do see Cutler, if he keeps his head, when he's good, he's good, and when he's bad, he's really bad. Hopefully he's going to – right, go ahead. No, no, and I was just going to say, John, the, the, the whole tenor of what we're going to talk about here is always to try to be ahead of the number, get the very best of the number. Uh, we've talked about – and we're going to go through all the NFL games here. But the, the one prime example that sticks out like a sore thumb with what you're going to be talking about, broad brush, on many sports, uh, is a game that we had talked about on many occasions. It was the Jets at Buffalo. And that's a game. Six to nine. The line six to nine. was six, up at six. Now it's nine. six and a half. And it sat there uh, through the entire summer. And I know on my radio show, on Segments with You, we talked about this for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. Said that there is no way that when week one gets here, that that game doesn't go to seven and a half or eight. It will go through a key number, yet it sat there forever. And now it's themed up to nine, nine and a half. Now, it's more a fade on the Jets than a play on the Bills. 
But because McCown got hurt, all of a sudden the number went through the key number. Uh, They were even an eight-point favorite with a rookie quarterback, Nathan Peterman, who may have had to start the game. But now Tyrod Taylor clears concussion protocol, and he's going to be in there. And this number has steamed up even higher. But this is one that we had identified weeks and weeks ago. Would you rather be holding a ticket at minus 6.5 or minus 9.5? Well, so here's the deal. For me... I would never chase the number. I would take the plus nine and a half because, as you know, and we have the form to talk about trading these games, I'll buy back. If I got in at six and a half right now, instead of saying, oh, I'm really happy that I have six and a half, I would have to take a little back when it hits ten. And and, and there's a specific reason, pal, and I would say this, because it's great when you get those opportunities, like you say, to middle a game. But when you have a window uh, that's three, three and a half points, but it revolves around a key number of seven, it becomes an even more massive opportunity. Absolutely. And listen, let's not forget, I did a video yesterday on my website with Mike, you know, and I'm looking to maybe we'll have some guest appearances next week. And our good friend Kenny, he basically came up, you know, he told me statistically 12% of all the games land on the numbers. So we figured it out yesterday. If you do the math and you're wagering 11 dimes on each side of a game at 110 juice, and you're able to middle these games off the hard number of three, you know what you make on every 100 games? On an average, 152,000. You basically make 240,000 on the 12 middles you hit, and you lose 88,000 in VIG on the 88 games that bust the spread. So when you, when you talk about it's great to middle, there are people out there that aren't even taking positions on games. They're just betting that opening number. They're betting the closing number. And then you also have the problem is you're always supposed to throw out what happened last week and, and treat each game independent. But we know psychologically the number is baked into the psychology of what happened last week. So if you take UCLA, I know we're going to discuss NFL, but I want to hop to UCLA for a second. Um, I know a guy on this radio show at Hawaii last week. Congratulations, Brian. And um, Hawaii is playing UCLA. Now, UCLA comes back. They don't cover the game. They win the second half with ease. They win the game, what is it, 45-44. And that line opens up at 21, and now it's 24. Is that three-point pop right after that game legit? I think not. I think that's a, that's, it's baked in to, wow, look what they did. They came back after being down 38-10 to 10 at halftime. These are the traps that you don't want to set up early in the season. You and to that, end, weeks, to, that end, to that end, the odds makers realize when we talk and say to the players that are out there, one of the kind of cliched mantras uh, with sports betting is don't overreact to what you last witnessed. Now, we say that all the time, but the reality of it is the public generally does. So when you say something's baked into a number, when you see UCLA uh, do that ridiculous, crazy comeback, uh, believe me, the odds makers, uh, whatever power rating they may have uh, on the game, they know what kind of reaction what somebody just saw will elicit, and that number will be inflated. Well, and more so, let's talk about lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. UNLV, right up the street. I've eaten at Smashburger where I can see the sign multiple times. Smash so they get blown. Yeah, Smashburger. It's a great, great burger joint, right? You can see the stadium from right there. So they get blown out against Howard, the biggest upset, point spread upset in college football history. You think this week when they go to Idaho, that line isn't going to be skewed? Oh, it's of up course to six it's going to be skewed. UNLV was going to be favored in that game. And then exactly. based on what happened, Idaho's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. 
And so this goes back to what I'm saying is that you these a lot of these lines early in the season it goes week to week when the upsets happen and you have to like for me once that game hits seven I'm on UNLV all the way you know I I'm not even and it's it's just an anti public play because like you said you have a team that in all reality might have just came out in a funk it was the first game there's no preseason in college football they blow it they lay an egg that's what's so great about college football versus watching preseason and they're going to adjust that line because of the way the public's going to bet. Well, if Howard beat them, of course we're going to take uh, Idaho next week. Uh, don't be surprised when UNLV wins the game outright. I'm going to have to get some on the money line at the window when I land Friday night. I mean, don't be surprised, Brian, when they win the game outright because it's just uh, – you know, it's it's a, a black swan, as it would say in the trading world. It just shouldn't have happened. Well, and Mike, the one thing is, uh, even it happens in the NFL with guys that are, you know, kind of grizzled veterans making a boatload of dough, but they're still human beings, and reactions, positive and negative, do come to the forefront. But with college kids, uh, it becomes much more prevalent uh, how they'll react to certain situations week to week. A coach could sit there and he will say it to them from the minute they wake up on Monday morning until the second they kick off for a game against what would be deemed to be an inferior opponent, and they know next week they've got a big rivalry game or a huge game, and the coach spends all week telling these guys, focus on these guys. Focus on the first play, one game at a time, one play at a time. And they, well, and they do all this stuff, and it's human nature, and no matter what, they start thinking about the game, after, even though it's been listen, hammered in their head. Is actually, and do you think that UNLV expected to take the national stage, every news media, every outlet, biggest point spread upset in history? So now they've been highlighted of, the, of their infallibility. You don't think the coach has got these guys pumped up and ready to roll in Idaho? Of course he does, to save, to save face. The flip side of that is you have other phony fake line moves like Texas against San Jose State. And we'll get to NFL in a minute, but when you look at the upsets last week, we're here in Baltimore, Maryland. Obviously, Howard is in Washington, D.C., up the street. So you have both of these huge dogs get the job done. Maryland opens up as a 17-point dog, closes at almost a 19-point dog, and they just pound on Texas. Now Texas opens up at 24, and they're now 26, because what everybody's expecting is Texas is going to bounce. So I look at the I look at the I look at the psychology both ways. You know, I would fade that Texas line move. It's over that multiple. That that's a key number, twenty four, as you and I both know. It's, it's a multiple of three and seven combined, and you're getting more value. And I know you hate that word when we do our short segments. More value on San Jose State because there's really no reason after Texas gets whipped at home by Maryland to have this game pop two points after the game's over. All right, let's focus on the NFL. Let's let's kind of soldier through these. We mentioned the Jets and the Bills. Let's go to Atlanta and Chicago. Uh, Mike, Atlanta's a seven-point favorite. Total on the game is 49-and-a-half. Uh, we'll well, well, real quick, let, let's, let's, let's start with New England because that game opened up at a key number of seven. And now that game's at nine, and that's going to be the game probably that's going to have the highest volume. Obviously, I, I, I would be surprised if the most money isn't wagered on that game the whole week because people are so hungry for real NFL. And then that happens to be a. Uh, and, and I know this this segment we're, we normally aren't going to discuss Thursday games, but since it's week one, let's talk about New England against Kansas City. Well, let's do now it. It's nine, nine, uh, and the total's forty-eight. What do you got to say on this game? Well, can, so, I mean, look, go ahead, if Mike. It gets over nine. I mean, you're talking about two possessions. I mean, if it gets, it might even balloon to 10. 
But the reality is uh, Kansas City is basically playing with no receiving core. I mean, they let go of Macklin. He's now in the Ravens. Their main receiving threat was a rookie last year, Tyreek Hill, which I don't know how good he's going to be when he's a starter that gets the top corner every week. And, you know, they have Kelsey, and Kareem Hunt is now the running back. So they have pretty much the same core as they always have, but they're not good on the road. They're great at home at Arrowhead. But when they go on the road, they seem to – I don't know if they're going to get beat by 10. It's clearly they're not going to win. The Patriots have the momentum going into the season because they've only improved with Brandon Cooks. He's going to be a stud. Most of their team is now healthy. Defense has improved. I mean, this this line might balloon up to 10. Well, here's the thing. I mean, they get Gilmore. They get the lockdown corner. They won free agency. They get the running back Gillisley. But literally, uh, you can – you know, pick your poison there. Uh, they've got White, they've got Lewis, they've got Burkhead, they've got Gillisley, but they've got Gronkowski. Then they make a trade and they get Dorsett, and we'll see what impact he has. But in terms of where the number resides, John, uh, at nine and a half, the one thing, I, would you put stock in? One thing that, it, there's two things Andy Reid is known for. One, he is the very worst manager of the clock. Uh, of any coach that he had a value. You watch him at halftime, if they get the ball, they, they mess it up every time. But the one thing he really is known for, when the Chiefs or the Eagles were coming off a bye, what's his record, like 16-1, and one, something ridiculous. So mm-hmm. the guy is very good in that per- specific situation, but that means he had extra time to prepare. So he will have had extra time to prepare for this particular game. Do you put stock in that? No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I do. But I also, I also look at the fact that you know, look at New England. He doesn't. He never stops. Right. I think it was the the Redskins game. I, that's a great point. Sco- that is, I wanna, he I just, never stops. I, that is, he never takes off the gas. He, so I would not want to be next to him on the highway. That, that is such a great point. But I mean, no, because really, you'll you'll sit there and aren't there games where you're going, man? He acts you know like what? It's soccer, where I, you get more points for the score. But no, I. But it's funny when you say that because I, I'll think it two or three or four times a year. They'll be up twenty-seven with Doesn't seven matter. minutes to go. And Brady's throwing, and you're sitting. Doesn't there, matter. No, I know, and, but you're sitting there going, one day that's going to come back to haunt him. You know, like oh, why yeah, is he going to get injured? Why is he throwing the, the ball and Brady? But right. you know what? He does. He just keeps going. He will step on your neck and then roll you over and step on the other side of your neck. So you know, it's one of those things that nine. Let's not forget about the Super Bowl. They're down, and then the big, the easiest. You know, the, you know me in the, with in the game trading. That was the second half delight. You know, the spot for a team like New England is if they are like a slow horse coming out of the gate and they're actually tied or they're down three or seven at halftime, that's where you automatically have to go to autopilot because of Billichek and you just have to lay the number on whatever New England is in the second half. All right, it is Sports Insiders Radio. Uh, Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing with John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. You can get hold of the guys very easily. Tell them what the what the drill's like as games are going on, 800-880-7507. Uh, as we continue to go through the NFL, we'll look at some college football games. Uh, but it's not just about the game because, oh, the game starts. The game, well, wait a minute, there's the game within the game. It's an entirely new day well, and yeah, age. So let me, frame, let me frame it up for the average client that's uh, listening or potential client. We get here at about 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm up at, obviously this weekend at 5 a.m. Mike's already. I don't need an alarm clock when I'm in Vegas. Mike's Mike's calling me at 5 a.m. 
and when he's at the office. And basically, we're looking at the actual straight plays that we're going to make, and then we and then the big thing for us is we're actually placing games, beating numbers on Tuesday and Wednesday each week for the weekend. So we've already released a slew of games to clients on Tuesday and Wednesday with the intention of buying these games back when the line moves away from us over those key numbers. So we do practice the middling strategy. It's very foreign to a lot of clients. They have to get into the habit of not, as I like to say, putting on their pom-poms and rooting for a particular team. And then we're here all day. We got the screens up, the DB screens up. We're watching the alerts. We're waiting for every game to go in halftime. And we can't watch every game, but what we can do is get enough information from the computers that when these games go in, in the halftime, we can see, like you always discussed with the eye test, is it, uh, is the, is, for instance, what was that game on Sunday, uh, last Sunday, uh, we took the over 27 and a half in the second half? In the Virginia Tech game. In the Virginia Tech game. So this was a perfect example of a Brian Blessing eye test. You watch the game, they're going up and down the field, nobody's scoring. They're going up and down the field, nobody's scoring. Then they set the total of 27.5 under, and they, they, they scored 24 in the third quarter. Because mm-hmm. you, like you and I discussed, you could see a 0-0 halftime, but not the guy could have thrown, each quarterback could have thrown concept, consecutive interceptions, but there's have no problem moving the ball. Yeah. Now, neither one of those teams could run, so they were throwing. So you knew if you had two quarterbacks, all they were going to do is throw. How's that game staying under? Yeah, no, no doubt. Hey, and, and just to bounce over to one other situation, because uh, to touch on it, it's not just football. We've got uh, baseball still going on. Uh, hoops and hockey aren't far away, but soccer is a very big deal, and there was a big game uh, this week. Uh, and, Mike, we had talked about specifically the World Cup qualifiers, and there are situations that have to factor into your handicap. And uh, we'll cite the U.S. game with Honduras where they're both trying to qualify to go to Russia for the World Cup. And after the U.S. had lost 2 nothing to Costa Rica, they kind of put painted themselves into a nasty little corner. Uh, they were at Honduras. And on the road, you know, clearly they wanted to get a win. But they got a late goal in that game at the 85-minute mark. But the reality of the situation was they they just sat back and they were happy to have that they were more than thrilled to get the draw they needed the result because had Honduras won that game it would have really put the U.S. in peril. So it wasn't even after they got they it wasn't like they were going for the win they were content with the result they were trying to get. So sometimes you've got to go inside and realize the motivation for these things, bringing goal differential and other kind of things into play. That's soccer, and you can do that with every sport. Well, absolutely, and and honestly, yes, USA needed to get the win because they are going to play the last two games of this tournament on the road. But the reality is getting a point and getting out of there in those extreme conditions is still valuable, especially... They scored in the 85th minute. They were pretty much dead in the water. They scored with five minutes to go in the game. They're elated. They're not going to press it to try to win the game after the fact. They're just happy to get out of there, get a point, and Honduras not get those three key points exactly. had they won the game. Yep. All right. No, it's good stuff. Again, it's Sports Insiders Radio. Joining you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Back to the NFL, Jacksonville and Houston. Houston's a five-point favorite. Total on the game is 40 Philadelphia. This one's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, there's a mixed bag opinion, fellas, on this one, where Washington opened two and a half, uh, but we're seeing the Eagles as a one-point favorite. 
uh, at some properties, uh, but there's actually a spot or two where the games pick or even Washington won. Uh, the bottom line is that NFC East, we watch it every year, guys. They just cannibalize one another and, uh, you know, <laughs> pick your poison there. Yeah, I mean, really, it goes back to buying games back. And do you want to do you want to be chasing? I always say, if you compare the stock market, if the stock already went up five points, do you want to buy it at the top or do you want to get it before it goes up? Uh, middling, like I said, these keen, these close games where you can win both sides. Uh, there was a game in preseason I'm looking for right now while I'm talking to you where the line flipped. And you in the NFL preseason, and if you took advantage of that, you know you won both sides of the game. So what I think it was the San Diego game, um, but you, you, I don't like chasing bad numbers at the end. That's why we do a lot of our foundation betting on Tuesday and Wednesday to not be the guy that's coming late. The flip side is. If you know what your number is, and we, we have our core outlaw lines, what should these games actually be? And, and, and the move is a public move. It doesn't matter that the line moved. It's who moved the line and why. So I look at it like something going on sale. If I laid two and a half and, I, and the game is now pick them, I'm not scared if I know that my number should have been, I'm getting it on sale. I might, if, I, if I laid the Redskins minus two and a half and they're at home, and we know home field advantage is huge in the early part of the season, and now I can get plus one. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm betting more at plus one. This is one of the foundations of why most people allow their emotions to affect them. You have to take a stand on the number, and if the number moves in your favor, which means that it's actually moving against you, everybody's betting the other side, and you want to come back and you want to get more at a better price. Well, if Make there, sense, Brian? Yes, and if there are cliches uh, in sports that we hear over and over in all sports uh, to the point where, you know, it's almost like ad nauseum. The funny thing is, in sports betting, there are those same kind of cliches, uh, and we've used those for many years as we've done stuff together. Uh, in many instances, it's almost as important as who you bet as when it is you bet them. Uh, is one that we would talk about. And I would say the NFL, clearly, the odds makers do an amazing job, and those numbers are significantly tighter than uh, college football. And you'll see games that will steam in college football. The NFL, uh, you know, especially around a key number, you could get a game to come under three. or But the moves are going to be significantly less. So getting ahead of the number you have to react earlier in the NFL than you do in college. I mean, with the college games, well, the college games steam big time on you, but you don't I mean, get that. You, you don't get that Colts? big a window in the NFL. Did you see the Colts? It opened up at minus three on the road, and now they're plus three and a half against the Rams. And that was clear. Well, so I'm it, at a six point well, lux out. Well, That's the other, well, well, you get the you get the see, luck, here's, here's, you get the luck injury, and then the other one you had the Ezekiel Elliott thing. Now that thing has bounced around like a whammo ball, with everything saying Elliott was going to be suspended. Now he's still likely going to get suspended, but he's playing in Week One. I mean, that's a number that's been bouncing around like a Super Bowl. Right, and but the flip side of that is I believe in what's called the injured man theory. When a guy's out like that, and you you can take advantage of the fact that the rest of the team is now auditioning is going to step up. So many times there's an injury in a game, and the line moves drastically because they put all the, the number into that one player, and the team still wins. This team still covers. I've seen it over and over again. I've been doing this 30 years, and I don't get shaken off because it's a team, right? It's not a boxing match. So one player, as crazy as it sounds, is not 
that important to the unit as a whole. And then so what happens is whatever move that comes in on that game because of an injured player, it's usually an overblown move that you can probably fade. For the cover, it may not affect the outright win, but usually you'll get the cover. And look, look at these games that are sitting on the number. Let's talk about my Ravens game. Cincinnati is at home. They open up at two and a half. Now they're at three. I'm never surprised when these games, you know, you, I wouldn't lay three and a half on any football game. I wouldn't lay seven and a half on any football game, college or pro. But when you're sitting there at three, it's basically what should the number be? And a lot of times with that three-point dog when they win, they don't win. They don't cover. They win outright. I mean, you don't see a lot of 21-20 games in the NFL. If a team is laying three and they lose, they usually lose the game outright, which goes back to one of our strategies, with it, which is if you're taking a dog, you always got to take a little something on the money line. All right, it is Especially sports, in the NFL. Sports Insiders Radio coming to you from Las Vegas, uh, johnsyndicate.com. John and Mike are joining us. We got uh, the NFL to talk about. We've got college football on the way. We're going to take a very brief timeout and coming right back from Las Vegas on Sports Insiders Radio. Hi, John here from the world-famous Oasis Bar and Grill, inviting all you Monday Night Football fans to join us for Monday Night Madness. We have lots of great specials and giveaways, starting with two, three, and $4 pints and bottles of Coors, Coors Light, and Blue Moon, $3 Fireball, and our traditional $1 halftime shot. Fill up on 50-cent wings, dollar dogs, tacos, and pizza, win hats, t-shirts, jerseys, and other special prizes, and gamers, $500 and $1,000 Royal Flush cast bonuses. So if football and fun is your thing, Oasis is your place for Monday Night Football. Come join the rest of the Monday Night Maniacs at the world-famous Oasis Bar and Grill, located at 4955 South Decatur, just south of Tropicana. Oasis Bar and Grill. Great food, great gaming, and great times. Sign up for the best free football contest, Gridiron Glory from Station Casinos. It's free, easy, and fun to play, and you can win cash and prizes every week. First place each week wins $10,000 guaranteed, and it's the only contest that gives you four weeks of postseason play with an extra hundred grand in cash. Sign up for the free Gridiron Glory at all Station Casinos, Fiestas, Palms, Wildfires, and the El Cortez. Swipe at any kiosk today and get in the game. Sports fans, when you want to support your favorite team, you want to be looking good, and every fan's goal is to be number one. In Las Vegas, there's only one place that features the widest array of licensed sports merchandise, apparel, and memorabilia. That's Uniform Sports in Las Vegas, Premium Outlet South, on Las Vegas Boulevard, with easy access from the I-15 and 215. Mention Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline, get 10% off any purchase. Uniform Sports has a huge selection of merchandise and apparel for every sport. When it comes to your favorite NFL, NBA, or college team, including Rebels gear, think of Uniform Sports. And now, our first pro team is here. Get your Vegas Golden Knights cap, shirts, jerseys, and all NHL merchandise at Uniform Sports. Mention Vegas Hockey Hotline, get 10% off your purchase. For all your sporting merchandise, apparel, and memorabilia needs, Uniform Sports has what you're looking for. Looking good, feeling good, and rooting hard for your team is what it's all about. Sports fans can get in the game now and head to Uniform Sports in Las Vegas Premium Outlet South on Las Vegas Boulevard for a fantastic fanatical shopping experience. It's Fandemonium. 
johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, folks, it is Sports Insider Radio from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing joined by John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. That's the plan, right? Try to make it some easy money, bud. Absolutely, and one of the easiest ways to make the easy money is to, especially on College Saturday, is to stay away from the top 25 teams and look at the extra games. Give you an example. I have sources all around the country. I have a source actually in Houston. He was literally cleaning up his, his shop during the flood, and he's my... My, my Houston football handicapper, basically, my Texas football handicapper. And he, he, he called me and he said, look, I'm sitting here weighted underwater, but I'm going to tell you right now, lay the number on Texas A&M in this, uh, Texas Tech, excuse me, against East Washington. The line opened up at 7. He said the line should be 26. He's a line maker. Here's a perfect example of not getting thrown off a number. The line closed at 12 and a half. A typical guy that would look at that line move from 7 to 12 and a half, he would be scared. Oh, man, I, I could have laid 7 early in the week. But I knew the line really should be 26. And I joked with them when the game was over, they won by 36. So what happens is when you look at these obscure games that are often overlooked by the general public because they're not in the top 25, they're not on national TV, that's where you get the diamonds in the rough. I'm not saying games like Howard, obviously, but the, 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 the top-tier games where two teams have a shot and the line is in 45 points. So you have to not overlook what I call the extra games. It's like, why are they extra games, Brian? Where they just decide to put a lineup yesterday? No, what it is is the books get scared, and they actually limit the amount and circle those games. So you've got to run up and down the strip if you want to get big money down on those games. Well, and, and it's I easy would, to win, but you got, it's hard to get the bets in. And I would say this, too. I mean, the advice for, for people that are out there uh, – you know, you go with your strengths, and maybe there are some teams you follow more closely than others, and you get a good read on. The other thing, if there are teams that keep con- uh, that constantly bite you in the butt, stop playing them. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you get a good or read on them. Or fade them. Or fade them. Yeah, well, the thing I'm saying, uh, like a team like New Mexico has been treat has treated me wonderfully for the past two they years. Treated me wonderfully, yes, last week. And but you know what? From a total perspective, it's a run based team, but it's a team that can strike quickly, and they can't stop anybody. So their total this week was sixty six and a half with New Mexico State up to sixty eight and a half. But it is a rivalry game with New Mexico State, who put up points against Arizona State. But the bottom line is these two teams 
you know, conference play is starting next week for New Mexico, but this is state bragging rights. I mean, these are games oh, that yeah. have the, they have a history of their own. And what I was going to say is, when we get the college basketball, you are, or now you're talking about the Ravens or Maryland, you're based in Baltimore. There, there's nothing wrong with you know having an opinion on a thousand or a Maryland Baltimore County if you follow that and have a read on it. If it's on the board, just because it's the game, we always say just because it's the game that's on TV, it may be the worst game to bet. Yeah, and you know, here's a perfect example. Last Monday, that Georgia Tech game, clients asked for information. I said, look, it's a flip a coin game. The game goes into overtime. And so I feel vindicated when I see that because basically not every game is going to be a 40-point blowout. Another thing is one of my employees mentioned before we went on the air that people were bragging on Twitter these little $50-$100 tickets to make 10000 on Howard. I believe that there's a certain segment in Vegas that they just go into the books that post these huge odds. A lot of books won't give you those odds. Yeah, that, was not, that, was not a, that wasn't anywhere. It was a, one place far, far away. It was offered at 550 to one Believe me, so the, the books think, are not so in the business of putting those right. money lines up. Exactly. So what I think is a lot of these guys, they scour the numbers, they find these little small shops, and what they do is they just play it like you would play a horse race. They take all the dogs, and they assume that some something's going to win. Very little outright lay of capital. So when you see these 48-point uh, spreads and 50-point spreads, hey, you know what, we'll throw 50 bucks. You know, if anybody had that type of position they were going to take in all seriousness, they, would, they wouldn't have $50 on it. Well, the funny thing is, with the advent, Mike, of social media, uh, in, in free marketing, if... Uh, if, if the book does take one in the chops where you know someone took a shot on a 10-team parlay and the thing hits and they're sitting there and they cast, a, you know, whatever. They got a $20,000 ticket. Well, th- believe me, they're thrilled to put that out. Hey, look what this guy did because they're going, come back and do it again because it, it's not going to happen that often. And at the end of the day, they're raking in the dough. Well, that and maybe they should put up their 10,000 tickets that lost the parlays as well. Well, yes, exactly. They're not doing that. <laughs> they don't do that. And listen, I will say this: I, I don't. I'm, I don't give out free selections. I don't believe in it because hey, I'm in the business to advise the biggest players in the world that want to get access to what the true numbers are in games. But I will give you a free handicapping tip with, with, that applies especially to college. If you have a total on a game that's almost the same number as the spread, I would say within ten points, always take the dog, and that means you have to take Fresno State. You have to take Fresno State this week. Brian, I am telling you on the air, you have to take Fresno State. <laughs> you were talking about Alabama opened up at 41. They are now 44. The total's 52. The well, other team doesn't even have to score well, and they might cover. Well, the, the, the scary thing is that was the insanity of the UNLV thing last week. They were favored by 45. They didn't even score 45. Exactly. So this is where, if you're going to be a wise guy and you want to put that little money line $50 down, look, do I think Fresno State is going to upset Alabama? No. But that's your spot. For the cover, though, to lay 40, to, for the prediction of the number to be 42, they're, they're basically saying they want Alabama to put the pedal to the metal and never let off, and they're making the assumption that the guy's going to coach like Bilicek. It's, it's a bad spot to be laying wood in football. You have to say, you know what? Fresno State's going to lose the game more than likely. The question is, is Alabama going to put the pedal to the metal? Because what I see a lot of times is a team will be up 21 nothing like that, and then they come out in the second half and they go down and they score field goals. 
Mike, let me ask you, week one to week two, uh, college football, let's focus on that. Uh, I think it even bleeds into week three and for some teams maybe as far out as week four because teams with new coordinators, offensive or defensive coordinators, could take a time, a bit, a little bit of time in a transition to get the kids to realize what the guy's trying to get them to accomplish out there. But generally speaking, the difference is we know the NFL players. Some of these college kids, you, know, you got young kids, freshmen, you got new pe- new kids that are playing for the first time, and they could look great in week one. You got your first look at them. Then you have to determine, uh, is that what they really are, or was it an anomaly? Was the team they were playing just a hound's breakfast? There's, there's so much that goes into it that I think with college football, you have to be very adaptable through the first three weeks of the season, I believe, until you can, with confidence, have a pretty defined opinion what a team really is. I mean, we're not, you know, Ohio State or Bama. We know what they are. But like the, the games you're, you're kind of talking about, John. But you know what I'm saying, Mike? I think you have to really, uh, you have to be a little forgiving and you also have to be a little puck shy. you got to sit back and say, I'm not sold yet. I, I need I need a little bigger database. Well, it could be. It could actually go both ways. You could have a team that a couple players that are, you know, they're these freshmen are seventeen years old, maybe eighteen. They needed that one game under their belt to really get into momentum. So it could go both ways. But like a perfect example of a hangover is a team like USC, who probably looked past their opponent last week, and they have Stanford this week at home, and they literally it was a dogfight the entire game. And a team like USC, who came into the season with the starting quarterback that's a potential you know, Heisman candidate, last year was his first year. He was a freshman last year. So now he's got all this you know, potential and hype behind him, and he struggled last game. He struggled heavily. And now they've got a team who's Stanford, who I think potentially, even though they lost McCaffrey and they lost a lot of key players, they are my huge dog this year that could literally take the Pac-10 and basically blow it out of proportion because they have the talent. They reloaded, and I think personally this week with a number of it might even get seven, that's a good spot for you to take. Well, Not good. So this is the thing, Brian. He just said it might get to seven. I practice line management. So the line opened up at five and a half, at six and a half. He loves Stanford. Let's say he's going to play the game on the money line in Vegas, but he's going to also play the spread for the majority of the risk. You've got to find a place on the strip that's going to allow you to buy that half a point. That's when I will buy the half a point. I do not want to see this game land on seven, and I lost by a half a point. And the other thing, you mentioned Ohio State in the, in the last comment. The games that I like to stay away from or trade in-game are the Ohio State-Oklahoma matchups. You have When you have these rankings early in the season that mean nothing and you got number two against number five and you see the line open at five and now it's already crossed to seven and a half right out of the gate got to take Oklahoma plus a seven and a half or just wait till halftime because again they just want to win the game Ohio State nobody the line's telling you it more than likely is not going to be a blowout and the total isn't really that high so I'm excuse me the total is high at 65 so if the line's only seven and a half and it opened at five and the total 65 that means they know that Oklahoma is going to score so it might be who scores last wins that game all right and then there are other situations and I would throw one at you uh, with uh, and there, there are a number of things to take into account here uh, Army uh, is hosting Buffalo, and Buffalo defensively gave Minnesota yeah, I you last week about Buffalo. I said, "Who do you like?" Yeah, well, I, I just Buffalo gave 
Minnesota fit, and it was 17-7. It said he's out of the gate. They'd hang with him. Well, they hang for them for the for the long run. But the, here's the thing. Uh, this is not only for Buffalo's a, a revenge game, but here's Army. And the one thing you generally get with the military academies is their very best effort because they're more disciplined than most of these kids just by nature of what they do 24-7. That being said, they are human beings. Here's Army laying 16 and a half, 17 points, and they're playing Ohio State next week. Right. I mean, so we call, I mean, we call that the sandwich. We call that the sandwich spot. They're looking ahead. The look ahead. Yeah. So they might just lay down and just fall over because they're they're preparing and they don't want to injure their players before. And who knows what that line is going to be? But what I will say is regarding that matchup, what you gave me last week to tip my hat to you is you said don't take Buffalo. You said take Buffalo in the first half. So a lot of the things, you're a horse racing player, and you, you know about momentum out the gate first, usually loses the race. They don't win wire to wire. So it's another strategy in handicapping not to always figure out who's going to cover the spread, who's going to come out and come quick. And a lot of times that's the dog money in the first half, and then the favorites come back and they and, win the game. And to that point, I, I would just say, uh, and again, these are all – there's a myriad of ways you can approach things, but specific to maybe to that particular situation uh, that I think could be applied to other uh, games that will be coming up down the road. Uh, you know, a team that is likely a, is a big dog, but they've got a modicum of ability, they're going to do what they do best out of the gate. And, Correct. But the better team will make the adjustments at halftime, say, well, but because they only have so many really good things they can do. Once those things are working, the better team at halftime will make the adjustments to take those good things away, and that's when they pull away. But you can find that big dog that could be down well, three or tied or down a touchdown until that adjustment comes out. But it's like it's like it, you can bleed it into baseball, John. I mean, you sit there. Well, even the even the worst pitchers, the guys that are the worst, that on occasion. When they finally step up to the plate with a good game and they give up a run or two and go six or seven innings and they finally get a good outing out of the guy, what happens? The bullpen comes in and blows it. It, it, which is why you know I like to bark to the bank. But let me talk about that first half wagering for a second. Perfect example, like we discussed on your other show, is when that line's hanging around 12, under 14, but you can get 7.5 in the first half, you always want to try to grab that. Perfect example is we were on Georgia Southern last week, plus 35. They lost by 34, but they made the number. You ready? 21.5 in the first half. How could you not take that? So if you play both, plus 21.5, and plus 35, maybe you'll go one and one. But the thing is, when you, when you take the total and you divide the spread, excuse me, and you divide it by two, anytime you can get more than that divisible, the division of two on the first half, you've got to grab the point. So, again, if you're laying 12, but you're getting seven and a half in the first half, all the value statistically is to take that dog because, like you said, they're going to come out of the gate and throw everything into the first half to try to get a lead or be tied at halftime. And a lot of times, that's when those the people that are on the favorites and they're new to the wagering game, they have the favorite and they're nervous at halftime. All oh, my team's down. You know, I have a rule in the office, Brian. If my if I'm laying the wood and I'm up at half, I don't like it. I'd rather be down, rather be down points or tied because, as, as you said, they're going to release the hounds basically in the second half. If they've expended all their energy, it's always backdoor cover. You get all your backdoor covers when that 20-point favorite is up 21 at the half. 
Well, now they know they're going to win the game more than likely, so they're going to just play to win the game. And now it's 14 is 21 to 7, and you were laying 20. There you go. And this is why you have to understand these numbers. Closing couple of moments here, Sports Insider Radio, Wednesday mornings uh, in Vegas uh, at 10 a.m. And I listen, the, the master plan is this could be uh, out and about there in other locales, and we're excited and glad to get this thing off and running with John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. You can get in touch with the guys at 1-800-880-7507. It's not just about the game. There's the game within the game, halftime wagering. A lot of great opportunities that exist each and every day on the wagering board. Let's go to baseball for the final minute or two here, fellas. Uh, I know you you love streaks. Mike, I mean, you're sitting here. Uh, we're looking at the Indians on a 13-game winning streak, the Astros on a six-game winning streak. Uh, how about the Diamondbacks flat out on a tear having won Don't 12 in a row? Fine. Well, I mean, if you're going to be on the Diamondbacks, at this point, it's too late to start because the yep. price has gone up, obviously, um, with them. Same with the Indians. Well, wait a minute. Look at tonight. The Diamondbacks are getting 180. They're getting 180 against Meta for the Dodgers. So then when you when you can find a diamond in the rough like that where a team is on a winning streak and they're I know who you're money, playing. <laughs> well, as the Dodgers and, on a five-game losing streak. And the other, the other thing is, and I've discussed this on your other show, and I didn't mean to interrupt Mike, is home team advantage has been huge with the plus one and a half. For instance, yesterday, was it the Minnesota or Tampa Bay game? Tampa Bay. I had plus one and a half with the road team, and I won in the top of the ninth with a run. They lost two to one. If I have an opportunity today to get plus one and a half at a good price on the White Sox, which is plus one and a half, plus 130, I'm not going to lay 250 on the Indians when I wouldn't be surprised if the Indians just won the game by one. Hey, real quick, we get in week one, uh, we get the rarity, the Monday night football doubleheader. We get New Orleans, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota's three and a half, I'm 48 so and a half. I'm in Vegas this week. Chargers and Denver. Denver's three and a half. The total's 43, 43 and a half. I like it as a novelty. I know a lot of people say, oh, I wish they'd do this every it's week. Horrible for I, the, it's I, horrible for the for the East Coast better. Yeah. So like I said, I'm going to be in Vegas this week, but if I'm normally in Baltimore, it's brutal because the game's in two in the morning, three in the morning, they go into overtime. It's horrible. Yeah. I I'm I like it for the novelty, but I know there are a lot of people who'd love to see see this every week. I, I the problem is nah, I, I don't I think it's fourteen a, parlays. No, I I agree with you, man. I I you know uh, it's a cool little novelty, but I wouldn't do it. So listen, uh, final but, minute, but real quick, both of those games. You know, that's going to be a big day. There's going to be a lot of fanfare, a lot of um, military exercises. It, it happens to be 9-11. Right. Let's not forget that. And you have both games hanging on three and a half. So this is one of those things where, you know, I've seen it happen before. You have two games like this in a doubleheader. The line's three and a half. Both games land on three. You know, let that half a point work in your favorite again if you're on the dog side, if you're on Nolens, or if you're on the Chargers. But... I wouldn't lay three and a half. You got to buy it down. All right, give the folks the scoop. How to get hold of you, Mike? They can call Mike here at the office. Like I said, he's here. You just go to johnsyndicate.com. Like I said, you can get us online. You can get us on Snapchat. I know you're real excited to open your Snapchat account, your Instagram account. I'm broadcasting live on UStream on the website right now. And again, the beard is going to keep growing all the way to the Super Bowl. We're going to see if we can get it down to my knees. That beard is something special. It's a thing to behold. You're running with this it's thing, the, huh? The billionaire betting beard. The billionaire betting beard for this football season. Guys, don't make these moves on your own. You don't want to lose. 
It is Sports Insiders Radio. We invite you to check out John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com. Every Wednesday, uh, we've got you covered right here in Las Vegas. Glad to get it going, fellas. Football season is upon us. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you again next week. You got it. Bye-bye. Have a good one. the shovel and